And a very good Saturday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us, Stephen Strom here. Marlins explode in L.A. They win 11-3. They take game one of this series. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, it was a good old-fashioned, what they would call a butt-whooping here at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles, California tonight. The Miami Marlins put the skitters on the Los Angeles Dodgers 11-game winning streak. The Dodgers are now 15-2 in the month of August. They were a perfect 10-0 at home before the Marlins said not so fast here at Dodger Stadium tonight. Marlins pound out a season-high five home runs. They got two from Jorge Soler. They scored a season-high six runs in the third inning of this ball game, and the route was on. Marlins take game one of a three-game weekend series. We're actually going to play basically three games in a 24-hour stretch here in Los Angeles due to the impending Hurricane Hillary, but the Marlins take game one from the Dodgers by a final score of 11-3 to tonight. This is the 10th inning show with Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff, and Kelly will start with the offense. Jorge Soler set the table tonight, but... 10 of the 11 Marlins runs scoring via home runs and all 11 runs that scored tonight came courtesy of extra base hits. A really impressive performance by this offense. It really speaks to the addition of the guys like the Burgers who did hit a home run today and Josh Bell because what it does, it lengthens the lineup. You've got Jazz Chisholm back, also give guys opportunities and mixing up that lineup, my goodness, it skip Schumacher, press the right buttons when he put Jorge Soler there in the leadoff spot. He got two home runs here tonight, so it was really great to see for the Marlins, and especially, Kyle, I think, to establish the tone and set the tone here in game one on the road where they have struggled mightily in the second half. For Jorge Soler tonight, his 14th career multiple home run game. They got a three-run bomb from Jake Berger, a two-run shot from Jacob Stallings. Stallings is two-run homer in the third inning. All the highlights coming up. This is his first hit this month in August. Jazz hit a towering drive down the right field line for a three-run bomb, his 12th of the season. Uh, Kelly, Josh Bell had a quiet night. He was 0 for 3 with a walk and a run scored. But I bring him up because the addition of Bell and Berger have just made an unbelievable difference for this offense since they were acquired at the deadline. You mentioned that walk. That walk came on an eight-pitch at-bat. And it was that walk that then extended the inning, allowed Jazz Chisholm to single, and that led to the three-run home run from Jake Berger there in the third. So even though you say it's a quiet night, which it was in terms of numbers, he still finds a way to make an impact and had some nice plays there on the field as well. So lengthens the lineup, have guys like Dela Cruz and Sanchez, having them maybe in different spots in the lineup that play more to their skills. So there's a lot that that, that brings apart in that too. And you got to tip your hat to the type of guys that they are. These are clubhouse guys. These are leaders. They are character strong players, which was something that Kim Ang, Skip Schumacher, and their team were really focused on too. We heard Skip talk so much about Josh Bell and say, hey, we called coaches, we called ex-teammates, we called current teammates. What type of guy is this guy? said nothing but great things about both Berger and Bell, and I think we've been able to see it here. And, Kelly, your thoughts as we wrap things up on Sandy Alcantara's performance this evening. Not bad. Three runs, all the runs. I mean, he was pitching with such a big lead. He coughed up three solo shots outside of the Boogie Betts leadoff homer in the bottom of the first. So he was pretty good tonight. Especially coming up against this Dodgers lineup to have the performance that he did. Those were a couple mislocations, but they to be able to bounce back right away, not let that snowball as we've seen in the first half. Listen, Sandy Alcantara isn't, isn't going to go out there and throw a shutout complete game every time out in the second half. So for him to go out there, limit the damage, and get them six, 
huge going into a doubleheader tomorrow. All right, Kelly, sit back and relax and enjoy the fireworks that are about to start. I'll see if I can get through this 10th inning show. <laughs> Good luck, Kyle. All right, that's Kelly Sacco. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to the highlights from this full throttling from the Marlins. Uh, on behalf of the Dodgers here tonight, Alcantara beating Gonsolin. We were off and running early in this ballgame tonight, and it started second pitch of the ballgame, top of the first inning, Jorge Soler at the dish. Nothing and one to count to Jorge Soler, who swings and drives a ball high and deep, right center field. Hayward's back at the wall. Bye-bye, Jorge Soler. A bomb leading off the ball game. It's his 31st of the season. It's one nothing Miami, just like that. Two pitches into this puppy. So Soler made a one nothing, but then Mookie Betts came to the play bottom of the first inning and said, you know what, Jorge, anything you can do, I can do better. Fourth pitch of the ball game. Betts tied this puppy up at one apiece. Turned it on. 0-2 pitch, swung on, hit high and deep center field. Jazz going back at the wall. Goodbye. Oh, boy, here we go again. Sandy Alcantara has had a really rough go, but three career starts against the Dodgers. And Mookie Betts with a solo shot, bottom of the first inning, and it made it a 1-1 game. Both sides went quietly in the second, and, uh, well, that just certainly was not the case in the third. Leading off the top of the third inning for Miami, again, it was Jorge Soler. And the next pitch, swung on, hit high and deep. Left field, forget about it! Soler deep to the back of the bleachers in left center field. Holy cow, it's his 14th career multiple homer game. I mean, he is just kicking the brakes right off Tony Gonsolin here tonight. He's two for two with a couple of homers. Now he's got 32 this season, and the Marlins jump back out into the lead. It's two to one. And then after Luis Arise flew out to left field, Josh Bell walked, Jazz Chisholm Jr. singled, and that brought Jake Berger to the plate. Right. Hole. De La Cruz on deck right here. So this is a threat for the Marlins as Berger swings. Hits it high and deep center field. Outman's going back. Out of the warning track. At the wall. Goodbye. Into the batter's eye. Berger has taken Gonsolin deep a couple of times now in his career. This is a three-run bomb here in the top of the third inning. The Marlins are teeing off on Tony Gonsolin. They lead 5-1 to one here in the third. We're not done in the third at that juncture. Four runs were home. Marlins had played six in the third after Brian De La Cruz struck out and Jesus Sanchez singled. Jacob Stallings decided it was time to get in on the party. Three and two the count to Jacob Stallings. Freeman will play behind Sanchez. He takes off and Stallings swings and hits it high in the air. Deep to center field. This is deep and gone. Jacob Stallings, it's his first hit in the month of August. It's his second bomb of the season. Oh, the Marlins are just running away with this thing. It's 7-1 to one here in the third. It was one heck of a third inning for the Miami Marlins. They score six runs. They do so on five hits. It was the largest and biggest inning of the season for Miami. A six-run outburst in the top of the third inning. So the Marlins had themselves a 7-1 lead, and that would take right into the fourth inning. Tony Gonson was still out there for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And let's see here. Marlins actually sent nine to the plate there in that six-run outburst in the third. Jorge Soler led off the fourth inning with a walk. 
Louisa Rice doubled him the third, and then after Josh Bell flew out to left field, Jazz Chisholm Jr. came to the plate with runners at second and third with one out in the top of the fourth. The 2-2 pitch to Chisholm is swung on, hit high and deep. Right field could be trouble. Into the corner, Hayward at the wall. It's gone! The Marlins, for the seventh time in franchise history, have gone deep five times in a ball game. This is a three-run bomb by Jazz for Chisholm, his 12th of the season. It's 10-1 Miami. And needless to say, that knocked Tony Gonsolin out of this ball game. Gonsolin, his worst start ever in the big leagues, three and a third, 10 runs all earned, eight hits, four walks and two strikeouts. Marlins had themselves a 10-1 lead after three and a half innings here tonight. Bottom of the fourth inning, it was 10-1, but Max Muncy leading off the fourth against Sandy Alcantara made it 10-2. And uh, Dodgers at this point might just cut their losses and say, okie dokie, we'll see you tomorrow for game one. Here's a swing and a drive hit high and deep. Max Muncy says not so fast. This thing is pummeled into the seats, hooking inside the right field foul pole. Max Muncy has gone deep off Sandy Alcantara for the second time in his career. And for Muncy, it's his 29th home run of the season. Now it's 10-2 Miami here in the fourth. So Muncy went deep, but the Marlins bounce right back at the top of the fifth inning after a leadoff walk by Jesus Sanchez in the fifth and a strikeout by Jacob Stallings. Joey Wendell got in on the fun this evening. Here's the swing and a drive in the air. Left field. Taylor's going back, looking up at the wall. It's off the base of the wall. Sanchez is on his way to third. Benedict is going to wave him home. Altman's throw to the relay man, Rojas is caught, he won't make a throw to the plate, and safely at third is Joey Wendell. It's an RBI triple for Joey Wendell. Now it's 11-2 Miami here in the fifth. And uh, that would be all the offense the Marlins would get in this ball game this evening. Uh, let's see here, for the Los Angeles Dodgers facing Sandy Alcantara, James Altman went deep in the bottom of the fifth. That made it 11-3, and that's how this one would end here tonight. Alcantara went six, allowed three runs, all earned, seven hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Steven Oker tossed a scoreless seventh. Jorge Lopez had himself a bases-loaded pickle with nobody out in the bottom of the eighth. He wiggled out of that. David Robertson came on in the bottom of the ninth. He took care of the Los Angeles Dodgers, left the man on base, and the Marlins win this ballgame by a final score tonight of 11-3. For the Marlins, 11 runs, 9 hits, no errors, 4 men left on base. For the Dodgers, 3 runs, 10 hits, no errors, and 10 men left on base. Sandy Alcantara, the winning pitcher in game one of this three-game weekend series tonight. He improves to 6-10 and 10 this season. The loser is Tony Gonsolin. He falls to 8-5. and five. For the Miami Marlins, now 64-59. and 59. And for the Dodgers, 74-47. and 47. For the Marlins on the mound tonight, they punched out 9. And that means that... $225 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 11-3 win over the Dodgers. To have that kind of performance to open the series with what's going to be, you know, the doubleheader, then the kind of uncertainty afterwards, just to open it this way against a team, too, that had won 11 in a row. Yeah, I think it's important that Sandy went six innings as well because, I mean, you never know what happens tomorrow with the bullpen and how that all uh, – you just don't know what's going to happen, um, especially with that high-power offense. And 
you know, honestly, it felt like there were there was somebody on every inning as well. It wasn't like a comfy 11-3 win. Uh, it felt like that, um, you know, we had to dig in and get out of a lot of big innings. I will say that it's really good that we got their starter out, um, just so that maybe they had to use uh, some bullpen guys. Um, but they still got a lot of firepower back there as well. So again, it's um, you know they took guys out early on and uh, and and still made it tough on us. So it just shows you what kind of good uh, what kind of team they have over there. I gave up the three home runs. Just what would you make of Sandy's out into the? Yeah, we can. We I've said this before. We can deal with solo home runs. It's when guys are on base and. Um, then we have some issues. I thought, you know, he uh, the, the solo home runs or the home runs that happened, he just missed location. Um, I think he tried to go up a couple times and just missed middle. And kind of said uh, what we said during the pregame, if you miss your spot against really good teams, damage happens. And you see what happens here. Um, even a guy throwing 100 miles an hour, that sinks. It just, they're really, really good. And um, you got to execute. And the times that we executed, the ball was on the ground. His slider was really good tonight. Um, obviously, the two seam was probably moving more than he wanted at times because he did get catch the middle of the plate against some lefties. But um, overall, a really good outing again, and um, Sandy's just in a really good spot. Lopez getting in that jam, but being able to get out of it, just how you know? What do you hope it does? Maybe for his confidence, or just for moving forward? Well, it's the confidence thing. It, is that's what you want? Um, maybe he thinks the, you know, the bad luck's over, you know. And uh, I think he's he's feeling like maybe a, a blue pit or something right there, and. It's kind of a here we go again kind of mentality, and um, instead it's like maybe my luck has changed, and uh, it's time to get uh, you know some good luck on my side. And um, getting out of base loaded, no outs, still 98 miles an hour sink and a good knuckle curve, and uh, I thought his changeup had good depth today. Um, so he's got real stuff. It's just uh, believe, believing in, in himself again, and um, today was a good step. Going with Robinson in the ninth, was that just to maybe get him some work knowing you're probably not going to use him in both games with a doubleheader? Oh, we can, we would we would use him both the games tomorrow. I mean, that's possible, um, but he hasn't thrown in a while. Yeah. So that that is a, that is uh, one of the things that we have to we have to uh, guys have to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. And Scott was throwing. Scott and uh, Robbie were probably going to throw today, no matter what what the score was. Um, using both of them, we were trying not to do. Uh, but we were getting Scott going uh, at, at one time there with the bases loaded and something happened. The last thing we wanted was all of a sudden it's a three or four run lead. And um, so we didn't want to get it to that stage. So we were going to throw one of the guys. But after Scott already threw um, and the inning was over, then, you know, Robbie needed to get some work. So that's kind of where that uh, that was. You used to come here as a fan. You've been here as a player. And I was, was the ball just flying today or is it you know good swings yeah I, I it felt like it but i mean you look at it and we were hitting it over 100 miles an hour some of the outs were you know really sanchez is out to center field was probably 113 114 i don't know what it was but i'm guessing it was in the 100 something um so they were hit they were hitting the ball hard they we were they were um first couple of innings the ball usually carries here it's when uh, the if the railings start getting wet and the morning the dew starts setting in is when the ball kind of dies. Um, but I mean, Stallings hit one to, through that thing, so that's what it usually is. But that's uh, so anything it, when it starts getting wet and cold is when the ball usually dies here. And um, tonight, from both sides, I mean, the ball was carrying. So um, yeah, it was it was a different night tonight. Even the losses against Houston, you guys are scoring runs. Do you think this is? I don't say it's sustainable, but like what you can hope to expect, you know, like a day well, by day. We're, we're hitting, we're hitting off good pitchers. That's that's the exciting part. I mean, these are these are big name guys that we're hitting, um, 
and that that just again we talked a little bit about it earlier that you know the addition of Bell and Berger in the middle of the lineup really does lengthen it, and um, it doesn't have to be just Solaire. It, it can be other people, and um, not that it takes pressure off, but you just feel like there's no easy outs, and uh, and that's the goal, and um, and I think we're accomplishing that lately. Jazz Chisholm Jr. hit a three-run home run in the fourth inning, three RBIs, two hits. I got a chance to catch up with Jazz after the game. Here's that conversation that starts right now. All right, Kyle, thank you. Here with Jazz Chisholm, three RBIs, big home run in the fourth inning. Jazz, let's just start with your team, 11 runs here. How would you guys attack Gosselin early on here? Uh, we just had to make him get in the zone. We knew he likes to nibble and likes to be around the zone, not really inside the zone. So we just eliminated all his pitches that he tries to do to us and try to nibble around and didn't swing at him. Just went out, attacked the strike zone. Your home run in the fourth inning. What does that swing tell you, how you're coming along offensively here? Uh, I feel like my swing's coming back slowly but surely. Uh, I mean, coming off an injury isn't easy, but working with these guys and having my teammates around just always makes it better. What's the importance of getting this road trip off on the right track with this win here tonight? I mean, we're trying to make it to the playoffs and make it to the World Series. So, I mean, it means everything for us to get started here, especially the first place team in the West. We probably see them in the playoffs. And we just hope to keep on riding this until the end. Last one for you, Jazz, your foundation today. You, you branded it today. What does it mean to you? And tell the audience a little bit about it. I mean, it means everything to me, man. Like, to, to help the little kids uh, get to the big leagues or whatever sport they want to do. I know I didn't have it in the Bahamas, so to, to actually finally get a chance to make it happen at home, I mean, it means a lot to me, man. It means more than being on the cover, I can be honest with you. I keep doing great things on and off the field, man. I appreciate the time, Jazz. Thank you, thank you. All right, Kyle, back to you. It was another solid start by Sandy Alcantara. Goes six innings, and this one gets the win. He's pitched very well in this second half. Let's hear what Sandy had to say after his outing. Sandy, first off, uh, to know that in the past maybe this has been a place that's been tough to pitch at to turn in a quality start tonight. How would you assess this one against the Dodgers? Uh, first, I want to say thanks, God, for keeping me hooked in the game. I mean, I got so surprised today about my, my offense, you know, score <laughs> 11 run here in the Dodgers Stadium. So I think um, everyone did good, you know, and especially me. You know, I was battled today and we win. Yeah, when you get that kind of run support, that early. Just how does it impact you each inning that you're going out there? I mean, I know you're still obviously looking to attack, but you feel like maybe you've got a little bit more room to work with. You know, I'm always, you know, climb my team to give me three runs every time I pitch, you know, because I know when we score early, you know, I know I just got to lock in, you know, and try to to not let them score room, you know, because we want to win the game. So I think we see it. We see it today. So we score room early in the game and we win. Uh, how, you know, seeing the way the offense is going, just like the additions of Berger, Bell, just what, how's, how are you seeing this? Do you see it like a completely different lineup than it was before? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, Berger, I mean, he's been, you know, hit a bump since he get here, so we feel happy about it. You know, we feel good about Josh Bell, you know, uh, great defense in the first base. So I think uh, they just feel happy to be here, you know, because We've been competing since we get started the season, so I think everyone is doing great. The importance for you, the home runs you gave up, only solo home runs, just to not, you know, walk guys and stuff, to keep the damage that way. Ah, uh, you know, miss, miss pass, you know. I mean, I'm, I was trying to to locate my best pitch, you know, I just miss right there in the middle, you know. I, when you miss the spot, you know, they, they just being ready for it and they're going to they're gonna hit it. 
and just knowing the way that you have grown and you know what you're capable of. Is it easy to put, you know, giving up a leadoff home run behind you? I mean, it's not easy, you know. So, but for me, the, it seems like it's easy for them, you know, because I mean, the way that I that I take the game today, you know, since the first inning, you know, pitch by pitch, attacking the hitter, you know, try uh, throwing strikes. So I think uh, they just trying to take a banner, you know, and they just swing the best pitch that, that I throw. All right, right back at it this afternoon and in the evening. We've got a double header here before we head out to San Diego. We have game one starting at 3 o'clock, game two starting at 9.10 back on the East Coast. As always, we hope you can join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.